0: Okay, so we're we're starting. Here we go. Um, hey, welcome back with Fat Zillas. Um, I'm here with Alice Vandermark. Now, do you still are you hyphenated?
1: No, legally.
0: You're Alice Vandermark. Newman. That's how. I'm, legally, I'm Alice Newman. Oh, legally, you're Alice Newman.
1: I haven't done the paperwork or anything.
0: Okay. Are you d- cool? So, Alice Newman. That's what I'm gonna call you. Right. For some reason, and you're in my phone. I have you as Alice Vandermark Newman.
1: That's fine. Okay. Good.
0: <laughs> Um Alice uh is a friend of mine. She's a mom. She's a fifteen month year old named Jonas. She is uh we know each other from beta theater. Um she took some classes about three years ago.
1: Yeah, maybe two or three.
0: Yeah, but you've taken a few like level one and level two improv. And I think three. And three. Mm-hmm. And then uh had a baby and now your mom and you followed you're the most avid fat Zillas fan of the world. They got the, they got the <laughs> t-shirt and yep. the fat Zillas bandana. Uh, the, what's the thing that spanks, got the fat Zilla We yes. should have Fatzillas Zillas merch that Spanx. That would be great. I'm going to get those. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to ask you like, so t- tell me what, uh, cause you're on a, you're, you're a lot of crazy life changes, right. you know? So you have a kid, uh, all that entails, I mean, what is your whole take on diet well, or fitness or health or however you look at that?
1: Um, I feel like right now I'm at a crossroads because I know what is right. And I don't know if you know, but I was vegetarian for 13 years.
0: No, I didn't know that. Vicky is also a vegetarian.
1: Mm-hmm. About, f- I think, five years ago. I started eating meat.
0: Did you like start with fish and then, or did you just like straight up ribeye, and just like jump out of the gate? I think
1: I had a barbecue sandwich.
0: Yeah. And what, why did you, cause it's a long time. Vicky's right. also been a vegetarian for 17, 18 years. And every now and then she'll taste like a lobster or she'll taste crab or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but she's pretty good about it. Why'd you change? Why'd you come out of it?
1: I started doing CrossFit and noticed that I w- felt weak. Yeah. Like I couldn't run as far as I wanted to, or in the workout I might get shaky and feel weak. So I did think about it for a really long time.
0: It's just protein, just getting... Protein.
1: I don't know what it was. Hmm. So they were doing a paleo challenge at the gym for, I think, 30 days. And you would write down everything you eat, and the the coach would look at your food logs and help you out. Right. So, I decided to do it and noticed a big change in how I felt. You got a lot more energy. Right. And my whole life I've had allergies.
0: Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry about that. It's okay. Um, So, I've got that. I don't know if that showed up on the podcast or not, but my phone just rang and then it rang in both of our ears because it's all connected to my... um computer. And I don't know how to unconnect it because I'm a grandpa apparently. (laughs) So, um, sorry about that. So, going back, um, Paleo Challenge, 30 days, you felt an energy boost.
1: Well, also, my whole life I've had headaches, allergies, and that went away. Wow. And I think it was because I was eating so much inflammatory foods like dairy, wheat, soy, and I cut those out. Felt better, had more energy throughout the day, and... That's great, yeah. So then, now did even, you come at
0: vegetarianism from like a moral, like I don't want to eat anything with a face, or like it?
1: It started as that, and then it turned into that's just the way I eat because right. I it. After a while, it's so easy. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, I mean, after yeah, after it's all set. Um, well, I, so I'm thinking about being vegetarian. Uh, I'm, I'm James, who I work with, is vegetarian. Vicky, who I live with, is a vegetarian. Um, I often go full days without eating meat. It's not that big a deal. But as I'm looking at the macros, which is something new that I say to myself, where I look at like how many right. carbs and how many fats, how much protein I get, and those pr- ratios and stuff, uh, getting, when I'm doing vegetarian, it's hard to get all my protein. It really just is. Right. It's just uh, I'm learning more things to put in my diet uh, to get enough protein to, to be a normal person. But all the things you're talking about that you experience as a vegetarian, I experience on my diet. Um, but I also think it's because uh, I'm eating so. F- I thought it was because I was eating so few calories. Right. But it could also be that I'm not just eating enough of the food that makes me function at a normal level.
1: I think it could be that.
0: And I also we were talking about this before we started, but like uh, mentally, I'm not sharp. Right. And uh, and that's you know any all those swindlers out there listening to fat zillas is the time to come take advantage of me. And so, like, I have to focus a lot more on task at hand, what I'm doing, what I'm doing next, or else time will pass and I'll be like, oh, wait, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm doing nothing. I need to go do something. Um,
1: I've, you know, I feel the same way. I feel that way right now.
0: Like foggy.
1: Like, Let's, uh, let's go over what I've eaten today. Okay. A Lara bar.
0: Right. A Lara bar is just like one of those little bitty bars. Like
1: yeah. A-, a donut.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> together was that like a no a weird bipolar special um this, Donut and Laura bar.
1: <laughs> yeah. this uh bar here in front of me uh-huh. and then i had some um i'm gonna say this incorrectly briyani briyani is that how you say no, the what ata- is it? uh indian it's like indian fried rice sounds delicious it has chi- yeah it's good yeah chicken in it oh there were some p- sweet potatoes but
0: did you have that for lunch
1: yes but not enough for a meal
0: Okay. And have you counted how many calories that is? No,
1: I don't. I can just feel it. Like, I feel I could go to sleep right now.
0: Like, take a nap?
1: But based on low energy levels, because I have not eaten enough calories or nutrients to keep me going. Right. Like, I can tell a difference, a marked difference, day to day, on how much I've eaten and how much garbage food I've eaten.
0: Right. And you... You work in a coffee shop, and so the where access s- to garbage food is... Oh, like
1: yeah, we sell donuts. Right here, right, yeah. Literally five inches away from me for long. eight hours a day are as many donuts as I want.
0: Yeah, there are lots of places where if I worked at, I would weigh 50 pounds more than I do now, yeah. and a coffee shop is one of those.
1: So it's very... It is hard, but I've done it before, and that's why I think it's like... I know how good I could feel. Sure. I know I've done it before.
0: Are you on um, uh, working in in, in restaurant industry? I mean, your schedule is probably inconsistent. Maybe you've been there long enough that you have a... Yeah, I do have a... Pretty um, steady guy. Now, are you on routine throughout the week? Like, cool, I wake up at this time, Jonas wakes up at that time, and and we get breakfast, and I'm always eating this for breakfast, and then, you know, I go to work. I don't know how your schedule is, but...
1: Well, the timing is the same every day. He's on a very strict schedule babies yes yeah um but i don't always eat the way i should Mm -hmm. with him and that is something i don't enjoy like let's say i was eating a sandwich i would have to scarf that sandwich down or else he's walking over right to try to steal it and i don't like that i have to eat so fast absolutely i noticed last week my husband and i went to a restaurant you had a date night well, he, no, Jonas was with us. Oh, okay. But... Um, you were done real fast? Yeah. Yeah. Even though I didn't need to be because he was in his own little chair, like, enjoying life, but I couldn't sit and enjoy the taco that was in front of me. Right. Because I'm so used to just scarfing food down so that I can get some of it inside <laughs> of me.
0: Does Jonas eat a lot?
1: He eats so much. Really?
0: Yes. I don't I mean I don't know how much kids well I think aren't kids I don't really know how much kids are supposed to eat but I, I do know e- that I don't either I do that Margot James's kid who is going to be 4 in September that she they have a hard time getting her to eat at all Right. And uh
1: I know that will happen Right. at some point but right now
0: he's just devouring all right. of his food all of your food yes. all of Paul's food.
1: Anyone who has food he will grab it from you and eat it
0: does it help you lose weight <laughs> the baby diet right. <laughs> just have a baby he <laughs> steals all your food you should rent him out to people who wanna, yeah uh like just call it you know a diet um but I, I yeah going back to the vegetarianism so you you gave that up five years ago you noticed a noticeable increase allergies went away yes and energy's up yes you're able to work out more do you still do crossfit
1: um, I've actually started working with a CrossFit trainer. Okay. And she is a coach with a program called BirthFit. BirthFit? Yes.
0: Just like post, how a baby get fit?
1: Um, also when you're pregnant. So you can do it when you're pregnant uh-huh. and then after you had a baby. The baby fat? No.
0: Getting rid of the baby fat? Well, what is it? Is it?
1: It's, so your body changes a lot. Okay. When you have a baby. Um, some women get something called Diastasis recti. I think I'm saying that correctly where your abs split apart in mm-hmm. the middle
0: That seems crazy uh,
1: because your stomach or your your there. belly grows, right? Yeah, so um, some people believe that the only way to Remedy that is with surgery, mm-hmm. but you can do it with exercise Wow um, all babies are born that way and all of their movements are very functional mm-hmm. until the day I mean, Jonas is still doing some functional movement to get his abs to go together. So they don't crawl for six months, but during the first six months, they're learning how to roll over. If you notice a baby, um, they squat every time they pick something up, they don't just hinge at the hips. Um, and then, so they learn how to crawl and then they learn how to, to pull up on something and then stand up. Um, so we, I do movements that Jonas does. Okay. Um, to help just rebuild my core muscles right and make my body strong again so that i'm I'm able to do normal everyday things without back pain which is what i have
0: you have back pain from the from the baby having
1: yes okay um women i'm sure i'm not sure if you know this but a lot of women that have children pee on themselves
0: right gross yeah. <laughs> it's gross. I would assume that I know nothing. Not okay. that I don't know anything, but just it's it does not offend me. Like I don't feel like you're talking down to me by explaining to me how a woman's body works. Okay. Yeah, I think that's totally fine. Um I and mean And there are going to be people who maybe hear this who also don't know how a right. woman's
1: body works. And they I mean these are things I didn't really know a lot about. Yeah. And I think we're coming into an age where fitness is okay while you're pregnant and it, it's okay after you have a baby. But just because it's common for women to pee on themselves when right. they jump rope or laugh doesn't mean that you have to do it. Because right. your core muscles, a lot of people think, is just the front. I have a six pack, but it's your pelvic floor all the way up, and your in the rib back cage, too, right? and your back. Right. Mm. Yeah. So um, just working on that, like breathing. And what's it y- called?
0: Birth fit? Birth fit. And how long have you been doing that?
1: A couple weeks. I do I meet with a trainer, it's just me and her and Jonas comes, which is kind of a pain but it's okay. Um, <laughs> and we do functional progressions, which is what I told you about. Yeah. Um, basically movements that he does. Like they're yeah. very simple but difficult. But at yeah, the same because
0: time. your body is now different. Yeah. And it's
1: be- not about losing the weight, it's about
0: it's rebuilding know, the core.
1: Right, and just being able to live life pain free and and then you can move in to do normal exercises, but you might, I might not be able to do jump ropes forever or straight up sit-ups ever again.
0: Well, luckily those are both horrible things. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But you talked
1: about about your last podcast about the breathing and Mm -hmm. we start every exercise with that. Right. Five to 10 minutes of breathing with your diaphragm, which was very difficult to learn how to do.
0: That's muscle that most people have no very little reason to use. Right. Yeah.
1: So that, I mean, just that is hard.
0: Yeah. I, I have a, I don't know a whole lot about it. As a matter of fact, I'm not even going to be pronouncing it right. But my friend, uh, Dave Morrison, he does uh, qui gong. He does. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. It's just very slow movement. And, you know, he just talks about like holding a pose for a long time. He's like I did, I held a pose for eight minutes or whatever. Right. And, and I'm, sh- I'm sure that's, Im- I've never done it. That sounds
1: very hard. It sounds
0: incredibly hard. Yeah. And yeah. uh, also like i think it would be hard for my attention span it would be a strain for me to stop and do that for stay still for eight minutes right probably good for me like this is also steps into meditation and yes that kind of thing but i can say that breathing really helps me do cardio for great like i can run for a long time and i think it is mostly it might be mental but it's i think my breathing assists me and when Mm -hmm. my breathing's intact and like i'm on a really steady pace and Uh, And I can also manage my speed while I'm running based on how well I can or can't breathe. So if I can, I'll give you an example, I'll breathe like four steps out and breathe in four steps and out four steps and then, uh, and that's, I'm doing great if I can maintain that pace. But as soon as I get to like two steps in, two steps out or one step in, one step out, then I'm, I'm need to slow down or take a walk or do something else.
1: Are you conscious of your breathing every time, every step? Absolutely. That's good.
0: In that and when I jog, I I am. Um, well, I want to. We, we've talked about this face to face, but like after you had the baby, you had postpartum depression. It was and it was pretty severe.
1: Right. I would say that I'm still trying to work my way out of it.
0: Can you? Because you weren't aware of it for a long time, right? And I, I'm not around you every day. Uh, and my friend, I'm around you rarely. And once you had the kid, I was, I, I barely saw you. Um can you talk me through that journey like you have a baby what what are you feeling down talk, I me mean, talk me through the whole
1: thing well they they the medical community or books people right. will say you might feel sad for two weeks
0: okay so that's like you have a baby for about two weeks you're gonna have postpartum depression or are you going to be sad? It's
1: you? baby blues. Baby blues. Yes. It's your hormones kind I of... I got to, to
0: rebrand <laughs> it. I don't know. Something, <laughs> it's just baby blues. Yeah. That sounds so sweet.
1: Um, regu- your hormones coming down, regulating, hmm. um, getting used to having a baby in your life right. as opposed to not having a baby in your life. Um, learning how to breastfeed, all these things. So people tell you it's hard. It You're going to be tired. Um a lot of people told me the first two, if you can just get through the first two weeks, that's survival mode. And I just, I don't have a lot of memory of the first year. Yeah. Um, I know that it was very hard. Um, I would see, I know as humans, we should not compare ourselves to other people like on Instagram or Facebook. I would see moms posting that they went to the grocery store. Right. Or on a walk. They went out with their friend. I couldn't do that.
0: You just emotionally could not. F-
1: I was so tired. Right. Um, Jonas did not sleep well. Um, he didn't sleep very much. So I didn't sleep very much. Okay. Another, um, well, par- well, and how do you tell the difference? Between, right. So like, people say you're going to be tired. Okay. Right. Well, I was tired.
0: And the kid's never going to let you sleep. Okay, right. Great. So I don't ever get to sleep. Okay. But you
1: hear about kids that might sleep for five hours.
0: Right. And Jonas was not that.
1: Three hours was the longest, and it would happen once a night. Okay. At the, like at six. Six so, in the evening? Yes. Yeah, so from like <laughs> six to nine. that fair. I know. It's like
0: right, <laughs> right during good, fun things to do. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Um... So what was the f- first thing so you can't you can't muster uh, the energy or the emotional uh, capacity to imagine going doing these things normal things like right going to the grocery store hanging out with a friend um, when did you realize that that was not normal like what was the, like what what helped you understand that
1: There were two points one was when he was seven months mm-hmm. and I he was waking up every 45 minutes at night Okay. And I was working um, at the coffee shop. I would notice that I used to be very confident and prideful in my driving ability. My grandma told me I was the only grandchild that she would ride with. Because <laughs> I was so safe. So I would notice that I would I couldn't concentrate on driving. I huh. felt unsafe driving myself around. Um, I spilled an entire carafe of hot coffee on my hand at work. Ouch! Just from, not
0: like slowly, like no sadistically. It wasn't no no. It was an accident, but
1: I feel like maybe if I was in my right mind, it would have been it, an accident. You would have avoided. It wouldn't have happened. Right. Yeah, um, I did a
0: blister. Like no, you?
1: actually, like there's no scarring or anything. It, it, I mean, I don't know if I built up a tolerance after working <laughs> at the coffee shop.
0: <laughs> I know when I worked at Casole, um, they, uh, as a kid, like in high school and a little bit in college, they run their plates through. Uh, they run their plate through the oven, right? So it's like on a conveyor belt, like a burger or a pizza okay. oven, and they run the whole plate through it. So when it comes out, it's it's as hot. It's hot. It's been yeah. cooking. Um, and at, when I first worked there, you have like little pads for uh-huh. the plates, and you serve them like that. But eventually, I just I had built up whatever. Yeah. Superpower it is where I can just touch really hot things with my fingertips. And so, like, I totally get it. You build up a tolerance to right. some of those things. What, um, seven months you realize you're having a hard time driving, driving, the driving, thing, the thing working. you're
1: good at. I can't sleep. He's asleep. I can't sleep. Um, I'm up all night. Um, and one time I threw him on the bed yes. forcefully. I was very angry, um, yelling and cursing. Like, just being mad that he was awake and my husband said okay what you know we need to do something yeah. well a friend of mine a girlfriend of mine on facebook had posted that she hired a sleep consultant for her daughter and so we hired that sleep consultant
0: and they come in and they they train jonas how to sleep
1: well she's in dallas so we met with her on skype for one hour mm-hmm. she gave us a schedule to follow this is when the schedule started very strict like 24 hours this is when he eats this is how much he eats and this is wow. when he sleeps and it took one day
0: and <laughs> well, why didn't you do that sooner I know, that's what
1: i would be like. i know
0: <laughs> it took one day right i was so like you're on this routine and the baby's like okay I'm we started
1: the daytime routine first and then the nighttime routine he um cried the whole night mm-hmm. the first night paul and i slept this is when we were in the one bedroom so we slept like in the living room um on the airbed. yeah that first night and the next day he was taking two two-hour naps and then he would sleep 12 hours and now he still sleeps 12 hours at night
0: he takes two naps and sleeps 12 hours he did when he was
1: oh but maybe. now he takes one nap that's like two hours and then he sleeps 12 hours at night
0: that's incredible
1: yeah. And so he has to eat at.
0: And this he, is around seven months old. Right. <laughs> well, awesome. Great. That's like So a, I
1: started feeling better. Did
0: you feel like a magician? Did you yeah. feel like magic was real?
1: But I was still, I couldn't sleep. Yeah. Um. But I, I mean, I think there was a marked difference in how I started feeling. I f-
0: yeah. It sounds like it's just like you have. A pile of stressors, you know. I mean, not not, not just b- beyond the normal ones. If you're not, oh yeah, all that stuff doesn't sounds impossible to me. This is, I mean, probably why I don't have kids. I don't <laughs> so yeah, it's very hard. Incredibly self centered.
1: Um, so then again, I'm not trying to remember when I started thinking.
0: You said there were two things, there right? Two moments. One that was well, that was this. the
1: first, and then I started feeling better, and I was like, oh, th- great, um, we're done, right? And I think between seven and nine months, I was felt fine. Um and then I don't know what what happened. I just know that again I was still just like oh, I this is I don't want to do this. This is a job. Being a mother is a job. Right. And I wish I could quit cuz I don't want to do it. He wakes up.
0: That's really that's, I'm sure every mom feels that at different times. Right.
1: But I felt it
0: all the time. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm sure you've seen Facebook posts about people that are like this baby has brought so much joy into our life, and I can't imagine and my life without them. And I was like, I don't feel that way,
0: right? And how do you how do you how do you explain that, or how do you to yourself, right? Right? Like, oh, there must be something wrong with me because I would like to just walk out the door. Um, I get that. Um, my buddy Diffy, uh, he had a kid pretty late in life in uh, in his forties, and I got to see him this past week. I think I'm meet his kid. His kid's name is like uh, Wrangler or something. He's got like a, okay. it's uh, a <laughs> Truett, it's his name. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but it always takes me a second to remember. Wrangler. Well, Diffie's like all things Texas, like all about barbecue and yeah, all things rattlesnakes. He loves, loves Texas. Anyway, and um, he was like, yeah, it's, it really, it really changes you. It really, uh, it's, it's a life experience. He's like, I think you should do it. And I don't know if it would change me. I don't know if it would. I, I mean, I'm sure that... what I've watched James. It changed James. Um, but I don't... I don't know. But still, I can totally relate. I mean, I can totally understand how... I mean, I'm sure there are other people. I mean, there are parents that kill their kids. You know, they're like... like right. they, they crack and they break.
1: Well, that's part of... So...
0: Not that you're going to kill your kid. Don't, no, don't I hope that. not.
1: Don't do that. One in five women get postpartum depression. Okay. And I think one in...
0: And postpartum depression is... Beyond the baby blues, like the right. two weeks. And that's like th- not being
1: able to sleep when the baby sleeps. Um irrational fears. Like he used to s- sleep in till six thirty right every morning. If he didn't if he was sleeping in, um, I would wake up and I would say, He's dead. I was convinced that he was dead if he slept later than he normally did. Yeah. And I told my doctor that and she said, That's not normal good or if he's on a walk with someone else like in the stroller i think oh a car hit him or yeah, something, something yeah, terrible right
0: you're always thinking the worst you have these irrational fears what else what else is does that look like for you
1: um just basically not taking care of myself so self-care non-existent not taking a shower not i would sometimes show up to work in clothes that i've worn days two, in a row right yeah um, i do that i'm doing that right now <laughs> <laughs> um you know just not doing anything for myself because I don't have the energy to do it so we I had a panic attack at work which I've never had
0: what did that look like because they look differently for different people um
1: I woke up feeling weird I was like something I don't feel yourself okay today but I'm just gonna go into work and I just started crying uncontrollably crying about I don't know what I couldn't drive home Paul had to come get me from work. Happened again the next day. If Jonas is, he's eating and I let him just, um, we did something called baby led weaning, which is where you just give them food and mm-hmm. they figure it out. They're like, oh, this goes here. Yeah. It's right. very messy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I would get so mad that I would have to pick up food off the floor and right, I'm snapping at Paul and. Um, so we went to the doctor OBGYN and she said yes that you have postpartum depression you have to go to see a psychiatrist because she she's not trained in um medicine, like psychotic not, ps- psychiatric medicine of course she, yeah, yeah. She's like a, But she does know about Yeah, post- doctors are smart. <laughs> They're um, like hey
0: yeah go to go go see some Now go see a therapist or a psychiatrist. was that um was that, were you opposed to that? Were you fine with that? Something no, that big deal? I
1: was fine. I wanted to feel better. Yeah, you want to be better. So, and starting to do stuff for myself, like she said, three hours a week, you have to go do something alone. Without the baby. Good. Um, even What'd if you it, What was that? Even if week? it's sitting in the car.
0: You went and sat in the car.
1: Yeah, she said. Go sit in the car and listen to music. Or I we have a pool at our... And
0: you love listening to music. Yeah. Music is a big part of your life. Yeah.
1: Um, I sat by the pool for an hour, just relaxing. Um, gone to the coffee shop, and just sat there. Mm-hmm. Um... Sometimes I'll go out for dinner with a friend or um,
0: do you still have the to go spend three hours a week by yourself right now? It's not a strict schedule. Just one of those hours.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's not a very strict schedule. But another thing is that I'm able to ask for help. I wasn't before. I yeah, would it say, sounds like you had some difficulty
0: asking yeah. for help.
1: Hey, um, I cannot do this right now. Right. So I need to leave or I'll stay here. But can you do dinner? for Jonas or can you do the dishes for me or something yeah. um, so that has helped I started working out um, which is something I really have always enjoyed is exercising right um, and that really helps me feel better on every level
0: Vicky loves I mean Vicky exper- I, I wish I experienced that more like the euphoria of exercising or the general good feeling of it I don't, I don't feel that I exercise and I don't have like that. I have more energy. Right. For sure. I have more energy, but I don't have like that runner's high or, or anything like that. Right. I
1: can go in to the CrossFit gym, super mad at the world, something and leave and be like, all right, I'm good now.
0: That's great. Like you work out your aggressions or anxieties or whatever in the gym. That's great. I, um, I feel like it's a really like vulnerable stuff. Like you're saying some really heavy things. Um, you went to, uh, you went to the therapist. They gave you some things to do. You've been trying to do those things, Right. and uh, you're starting to feel better. Yes, it's working. Yes, and great. That's a. Uh, when did you start? Um, when did you start realizing that that kind of therapy was working for you, um, just right away, kind of like the, the sleep consultant.
1: <laughs> <Just like laughs> no, one I wish. Day. I wish. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> no, it, it. You know, it took a couple weeks and. It's also cyclical, so yeah. um, it is, I feel like, tied to my hormones, which are now crazy right. than before I had a baby. Um, so I'm, I'll know within my monthly cycle that, all right, it's about to be bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Everybody watch out.
1: Yeah. Or just feeling like... This and how long
0: does uh, does that last? It's like three days? Or yeah, seven, three or four days. Seven days, yeah. And
1: okay. I can tell Paul, hey... I can't, you should
0: ignore me for a while.
1: (laughs) It's just like, I can't do this today. Okay. Um, and Paul's a sweet person. He seems like he'll be like, yeah, got you. Yeah. And then there's some days where I'm making dinner. I'll make you dinner. I'll bring you dinner. Right. And you know, and then some days I'm like, Nope, not today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're getting this version of me. That's just be happy. Yeah. That's awesome. I I think that's, I think it's human. I relate to it in a lot of ways. Um, Whenever I think about health and nutrition, uh, I really hate how ignorant I am. And I think there is a lot of damage that I've done to myself um, because I am not informed, you know, like similar to you being in this postpartum depression, but you don't know. Right. You don't realize. Um, It's like I'm making choices that are just devastating for my health, but I don't know that the difference between right now and maybe even as sh- soon as like a year and a half ago, is that I'm much more aware of what damage I'm doing. Like what are the things that I'm doing to myself that are absolutely not right or absolutely will cause harm? And I am trying to unpack them in a very pragmatic way. Like I was talking about this before. One of my big struggles is alcohol. It's it's a struggle. Um, I uh, I'm afraid to consider words like alcoholic right am, am I an alcoholic um, that's frightening to even say right now for me but those are things that I need to face why am I drinking and uh, yesterday was is a great example of like uh, I think I mean like I said I'd say this every time I say this in our group um, I do great up until around 6 p.m. and I, I mean great three I had quinoa and eggs for breakfast like that's a great meal for me right um I'm, i've been uh drinking a big cup of water of a fistful of vitamins and whatever you know just like all of the right things i'll be at 1200 calories i've had dinner it's six o'clock i need to not eat for the rest of the day or just have like a, a light snack in an hour or two and yesterday i was stressed about some stuff um and it was weird and hard and uh, it was unexpected. It was stress I wasn't expecting to face. Um and I poured myself a glass of wine. <laughs> it was like there was there was wine around and I was like I'm gonna have some wine. And then I was still feeling weird, not myself, not quite panic attacky like you're talking about. Uh but I have had a panic attack where I just broke down in tears, but it's been a long time. Uh, but I um uh, I went to the kitchen and made pancakes. I haven't made pancakes in, in a long, <laughs> long time. Um I really haven't. But I, I on top of the refrigerator at Dino Lion there is just this box mix and it's been there probably for a year and a half. Like I think I think it was given to us by my friend Shannon who moved to LA last year. And uh and I just made five giant pancakes. I only ate half of one. Okay. But I was just like I don't know what to do with myself. Um, and then after I was at an event and after the event, I was like, went to Chapultepec by myself and had tacos. I was like, I just don't care. And I was, uh, th- all things that I don't, these are all things that I don't normally do. I don't normally drink alone or eat alone everything I do is social. And that, and that's what normally happens. Cool. Six o'clock. I'm hanging out with friends. Let's right. have some drinks. Um, it's very rarely that I, like, I am facing stress and I'm dealing with it. Uh, Or allowing myself rewards for being in a stressful situation. So I found myself asking, why am I doing this? Or what am I doing? Or how am I doing this? And how do I stop? And, you know, like I added up all the calories of all of those choices from yesterday. And, you know, we're way into like 2,500 calories, which is, you know, a good thousand more than I really want to be having every day. and. Uh, since day 60, my weight was 210 and today, day 69, it's 217. So I've gone up it's like seven pounds in the last, uh, nine, nine ish days. And I, I, I think some of that is like whenever my weight came in, I think I was ra- probably realistically around 212, uh, on day 60, but whatever. I just feel like I'm going back up. You know, right. I've, I've lost almost. 20 pounds and I'm still heading in the right direction, uh, a little over 20 pounds and then all of a sudden I'm going back up. And I'd like to stop that. Um and I'm tr- like the next 2 weeks are going to be impossible. Like I'm I I, I traveled to San Francisco tomorrow. I traveled to New York on Tuesday. I travel to LA on Sunday. I travel to San Francisco on Monday. Come back here. So like it's like a full 10 days of just eating out and I I'm going to try to make healthy choices. Uh, and the, my last anyway, so I'm rambling. I'm sorry, Alice, <laughs> cool. a, but the idea of really identifying why I'm doing the things that I do and trying to create new patterns or to change, just like you said, you want to feel better. Mm-hmm. I want to lose weight. I do want to feel better. I don't want to be a slave to wanting to have a drink or wanting to eat tacos or make pancakes. Although I'm not, this is not like a campaign against pancakes. Yeah. Pancakes pancakes are are good. They're delicious. So anyway, so I,
1: it is, man, I think about this a lot. I know how good I can feel. Right. And that my body will work better. Why don't I do it?
0: I don't have an answer to that for myself. I mean, I mean, I even have, like. why doesn't
1: anyone do it? You know, like,
0: so when you we, we were going to be on the podcast uh it last november right and i had the pericarditis the episode where i thought i was having i thought i was dying and I, you know it was a terrible feeling um and we had canceled and then i stopped doing the podcast and now i'm back doing it but even with that experience i'm not making i'm not it wasn't like come to jesus make all the changes okay you had this horrible medical thing that's a reminder that you need to be taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. you're not um i'm trying to answer that question why don't i know i can feel good and i know i can have success why am i not doing it
1: do you think so i find it hard to be on a diet or a lifestyle change right (laughs) if the people in my house are not doing it
0: I don't struggle with that. Oh, okay. Um I think there are, I think that's a normal struggle. I think a lot of people have that same struggle. Um there are times <laughs>
1: Well, there are what times? if you're at a show? Yeah. Everyone's drinking.
0: I yeah. That 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 is more like it. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think um Yeah, I mean I I would say that. But with how James and Tracy eat at work and how Vicky eats at home it has very little effect on how I eat. But yes, when we're in a social situation or when we're out and about, I definitely want to hang out with friends and Right. You know, and if other people are having a beer, I would like like I would like mm-hmm. to have a beer. Um Well what about when you're It doesn't travel- feel like peer pressure though.
1: Yeah. Or if you're traveling. Traveling
0: it, is like a vacation hat that I put on. And well, I,
1: I, what if in New York you look up...
0: Healthy things. Yeah. We're going to okay. do that. Matter of fact, I sp- I, I did some things specifically um, in New York. So we're going to stay right by Central Park. Okay. We're going to stay up on the Upper East Side, which, uh, which isn't really a cool place to stay. Um, but that's where we're going to stay. So that I can just run over to the park and jog. And the last trip to Oakland or to San Francisco, I... I did on, went on a five mile jog or six mile jog. And I'm just trying to, while I'm at these places, make healthy choices. And Vicky will be with me in New York and she is hellbent on uh, both of us being healthy. So right. that's always fun. But I do think that sometimes that kind of, uh, um, constant reminding doesn't encourage me to change. It, it, I, I, I think I'm about myself that I have to want it for myself or it won't happen. I'm just uh, I'm just strong-willed and rebellious. And so if all of a sudden there's like a parent figure telling me what to do or an authority figure telling me what to do, I will, uh, unfortunately, for reasons I don't understand and which were different, will n- not respond to that well. I mean, I don't yell at Vicky when she's – I'm just like – I told Vicky. I don't mind telling Vicky. I told Vicky last night. It's like I'm at Choltepoltepec. I'm by myself. I'm buying tacos. She's like, "Go home." She's texting me, "Go home right now." What are you doing? And it's like you know, it's midnight. It's not right. It's not like six in the evening. It's it's. Uh, and I'm like, no, I'm going to eat these tacos. <laughs> and that's cute and funny and terrible for me. Like the if I, especially if I'm going to binge, just the absolute wrong time to do so. I was talking with my friend Lauren yesterday, and she was like, "Yes, why do we do that?" why do why did we binge at the wrong time to binge? It'd be great if it was like hey I binged at 10am Right, you know and that's and my body at has breakfast. time to, yeah, yeah. Exactly. but I, I don't do that I um I know for me that there is a uh, a work reward cycle. I know that for sure. If I work really hard then I deserve a reward I right. know that's true about me I know that there is a rebellious aspect of it and it's like no fair like Kind of like, oh, no fair. I want to drink. I should be able to drink. I'm just going to have a drink. Uh, I know that's at play. I know there's like a vacation mode that I go into where I was like, let's play and have fun. Right. And having fun is fun for me. I love to go and have fun. I love to play and talk and goof. And uh, sometimes that involves drinking. Sometimes that involves just being silly and doing other things. Um, so there is that. There may be. Um. There are times where I don't drink. There are times where, like, I'll go for a long time without drinking, and I'm considering jumping into one of those. I was, I was saying this earlier that either alcohol has to be completely out of my life, or in an absolutely regimented place. And right now, it's not in a, you know, it is where I'll, I'll have two or ten drinks. And right. that's Stupid and crazy and unhealthy. And <coughs> excuse me. And it unpacks all of, like, it erases it all of my healthy choices all day. And then some. And then causes me to gain weight. So that has to change. Um, but I feel, and again, I'm also in therapy. I don't know if you still do therapy, but I, I'm yeah. in therapy right now. And, uh, and uh, you know, and I know this about myself, but my therapist articulates that I'm emotional. I'm very emotional, and this is true. I, I um, uh, I don't know if that's clear to everybody I'm around. Like, uh, she also says it. Whatever, I'm not gonna get on with that. But that she, uh, <laughs> and I know that emotion is part of it. Like, I want to do things that I enjoy. I want to do things that are fun. Right. And, and eating or at restaurants and drinking drink is fun, and um, and I enjoy it, and I connected to that. And
1: who wants to eat a salad at a restaurant? not me
0: no i i wish i i wish i could train myself to want that yeah and i've had some success but not a lot and uh i don't know i i'm hoping that this these awarenesses don't just end up in constantly feeling bad about what i do which is that's it it's like oh i'm aware of what i'm doing now i feel bad in this moment maybe that'll be a good thing maybe having this kind of pavlovian connection to being Bad and feeling bad while I'm doing these unhealthy things is what I need to eventually get out of it. But again, it is a complete mystery to me why I make changes. I know I need to. I'm trying to do it. And when they stick, I don't know why they stick. When I quit smoking, that was one of them. I'd quit a bunch of times. um, But there was one day where (coughs) I just quit, and that has been... It's over. I don't smoke. I haven't smoked. was not hard. When hanging out with friends, drinking, I don't want a cigarette. not smoking.
1: How do you feel physically different than when you were smoking?
0: Um, or do you? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when I'm making healthy choices, I feel very even. I feel very even. And I think when I'm not making... Like when I say with healthy choices, like what I eat, exercise, not drinking, you know, when I'm making all the mm-hmm. choices. And I noticed... Um the after just smoking, like okay, just isolate smoking. Um I just there were moments where I just didn't feel like shit the next day. You know? Like that's that's the big thing is that you smoke, you smoke, you smoke, and then you feel like shit the next day. Or at least I did. And I also tried to do a thing with smoking where I refuse to buy cigarettes. Oh yeah. So I had to bum. I only I could bum. But the thing about smokers is that they're a generous lot and they will give you cigarettes forever. But there was an element of like I uh no longer felt this like guilt or embarrassment for always being like the, the mooch trying to get a cigarette and uh yeah so that's silly so i don't i don't have that anymore <laughs> that feels good i don't like mooching off other people i also have a hard time asking for help so that's i'm not good at that um well any last things anything else you want to talk about like what's your diet look like right now i eat I know you had a donut in a Laura bar.
1: Whatever. I yeah. eat whatever. You whatever you want. Yeah. And
0: you're working out once a week or a few times um, a week?
1: I have been meeting with a trainer twice a week, uh-huh. and I try to do my movements at home.
0: So you're exercising two to five times a week? If it,
1: yeah, but it's not very high intensity. Right. Or um, I go on a short walk every day. Um,
0: Are there things like... I have a friend who... I guess owns a franchise of uh, Baby Boot Camp or Stroller Fit. I forget what those, but oh, it's like okay. it's like Mommy and Me exercises right. and stuff. Um, I'm sure she would love it that I described it that way. But uh, are there things like that? Because uh, you guys live in the Heights, Garden Oaks, you live Garden Oaks, close enough. Yeah, very close to the Heights. Um, I mean, there's got to be stuff like that out there, yeah, especially in Garden Oaks. It's like where all the families go to.
1: Them. I know. Um, I wish my diet was better, but I don't cook. Oh, at all. Paul cooks all the dinners. Do
0: you not like cooking?
1: It was just something we decided upon when we first got married. He likes to cook. Yeah, He's better at it than I am. But I feel guilty if I say, thanks for cooking dinner every night. Could you please cook something different?
0: Oh. You should have said that to him. That well, I
1: feel like, I don't know. He should be able to cook whatever he wants. But... It is harder now that Jonas is here. Yeah. Like when he worked a more flexible schedule, he'd put together big meals because he had more time. But now it's like meat, rice, veggie, meat, rice, veggie, meat, rice, veggie.
0: Yeah, I've cut rice out of my diet except for last night at tacos. I um, I got yeah, all quinoa, all quinoa.
1: Yeah, we should. I know we eat too much rice.
0: It's just, the, I mean...
1: But it's easy and it's fast.
0: Easy and it's fast. And I've got a rice cooker. I mean, it's, That's so You just easy. put it in and you just boom. But yeah, I um, actually have some basmati rice I can send with you because I'm never going to cook okay. it. Okay. <laughs> it's delicious. That, is that long grain basmati? It's really good. It's good rice. But I know I'm never going to cook it because I've stopped doing it. It's just sitting there. I also have a loaf of Ezekiel bread that I'm never going to eat. Okay. I've, I've cut this out. These are new things that I'm cutting out of my diet or, or trying, to, trying to take uh, refined grains out Mm -hmm. that was called like like bread and and uh and the carbs of bread and rice i'm trying to take those out of my world as well
1: i need to stop this is something i say at the beginning of every week no more donuts no donuts this week right i never
0: how many donuts do you have a week (laughs) do you have a donut a day uh
1: no maybe four
0: four donuts a week
1: four to five maybe
0: your donuts is my wine yeah well <laughs> your donuts is yeah. my red wine yeah so probably probably the same amount of calories by the way probably the almost the same effect except it's donuts are better on your liver <laughs> <laughs> well awesome alice thank you for coming in and doing this and talking thank you i appreciate it i'll do this without my mouth full of right Yeah. <laughs> um great this has been a really like vulnerable and very sincere episode and uh not that everyone else is lying in the other no. episodes but it's like it's got a really nice tone and it i feel good that you you shared those things because it helped me kind of say some things about drinking that i probably would not have said had okay. i not felt like okay we're being real yeah let's go in deep but uh also badzilla's uh, with with alice and uh and jeremy zilla